the Task Management and Time Blocking Podcast, Episode 29. Almost everyone who time blocks manually for enough time starts to wonder what it would be like to automate some of the overhead. They eventually ask that question. Wouldn't it be nice, they think, to click a button and see everything instantly assigned to an optimal slot in their calendar? But does such software even exist? The good news is that, yes, it does. And in this conversation with Dr. Melanie Wilson, we update our prior 2018 conversation comparing the six auto-schedulers that existed at the time. So should you be using one of these AI, artificially intelligent, infused apps? Tune into this episode to find out what we discovered and how you could save some time, stress, and maybe even some money. Welcome to the Task Management and Time Blocking Podcast. And welcome back. And as you can see, I've brought my special guest up uh, to join me on the stage. And just before we introduce Dr. Melly Wilson, I want to give you a little bit of a heads up in case this, is, this might be your first time listening to the podcast, because it's a little bit different. So we've, we organize our podcast, this, our episodes into three parts. The first part, we agitate the problem at hand. The second part, we offer some solutions. And the third part, we talk about implementation. So the first part really is sets the tone for the kind of solutions and answers that we come up with. Because a good analysis can yield some good reasoning and some good results. And also, we use a bell and a buzzer. And the bell sounds like a little bit of a ding, like that. And the buzzer will play only if we didn't come up with some brand new insight that didn't exist before our conversation started. So the bell is for the insights and the buzzer is if we actually didn't come up with anything new because we're trying to not just repeat stuff that we already know, but in the conversation or itself, we're trying to come up with new insights that should entertain and excite the most, the most demanding of audiences. <laughs> <laughs> so here's a quick story and then I'll introduce Melanie. Susan. So Susan currently uses Google Calendar to do her time blocking, but she recently came across an author scheduler in a YouTube review. These apps promise to revolutionize her productivity by automatically scheduling her calendar and by making smart recommendations. She thinks it would be wise to make the switch, but she's not sure what they do, what the benefits are, and which one to implement. Is there a way to decide between the alternatives that make sense? There should be. So, but she's not sure where to start, or even if there is a way. Who has the kind of information she wants, and where can she get help in deciding which one to try first, perhaps, and how to go about testing them? When she searches for reviews, she can't find anything in depth that could help. So before we jump into the conversation about what Susan should do or what you should do if you identify with Susan, let me introduce Dr. Melanie Wilson. She's a clinical psychologist turned homeschooling mother of six. She publishes the homeschool curriculum called Grammar Galaxy and happens to be the author of A Year of Living Productively. And we've known each other for, I guess, almost a decade. 
She's the one who introduced me to my first auto scheduler. And as I mentioned before, she was the guest uh, 2018. The two of us did two episodes on the Two Time Labs podcast. And I'll put that in the show notes in which we analyzed and compared six auto schedulers. Dr. Mill, welcome back. Thank you so much. I'm really delighted to be here. Great. It, it's awesome to have you have you here with us. It's still not as if ever the whole world is talking about auto schedulers <laughs> since we did our podcast, is it? <laughs> no. No, definitely not. And it, 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 if anything, it, you, you come across an advertisement um, and you wonder, what, what is this? And some of the ads are written to lead you to think that this is the only one that exists of its kind in the world, but we know a little bit better, right? Mm-hmm, definitely. Because there's a bunch of them out there. Um, but the typical person, so her, here's about an auto scheduler. Maybe a friend is using one or they see an advertisement or they see a review like Char, uh, Sharon, it Sharon or Susan? Susan, like Susan did on YouTube. Um, she wants to make improvements, but the choice is if she does a Google search or she comes across a list, like we have a list on the Schedule U website, that's schedulu.org slash apps, of all of the current auto schedulers. I actually had to revise it for our show today because I found out a few of them without a business. Mm-hmm. But she sees a list and it's like, oh my God. Well, why would she say, oh my God? Why? What's the, what's the struggle that she immediately faces, uh, Doc? Well, <laughs> there are so many options and... I don't, she doesn't even have a metric for knowing how to evaluate these apps. You know, what, what should she be looking for specifically? How does she try them out without completely disrupting her life? So it, it's definitely a quandary. (laughs) Right. This is, this is not like, should I use Snapchat or Instagram it's not a fun, you know, it's not a fun thing, right? It's not, mm-hmm. should I use this nice, you know, should I use Wordle? Should I try that? Or should I try some <laughs> other game that's, this is not a leisure activity. Mm-hmm. In her calendar is every single meeting that matters. Mm-hmm. And if she's time blocking, then her commitments, her priorities are all, all scheduled. Mm-hmm. So her calendar has become like mission control. And when someone comes along and says, hey, I got a mission, better mission control for you to use. You kind of go, hmm, right? Mm-hmm. It's not an easy answer. So inside, you know, she may feel conflicted and confused. And what may have brought her here is the fact that she wants to make improvements because she knows she can't use the same app forever. At some point, it's going to get stale. She wants to be keep up with the Joneses to some degree, at least be in the pack. She doesn't want to be using, you know, some 1995 app and it's already 2023, and she's back there using something that nobody else uses. Um, she wants to keep up and to, to, to make sure she's using the pro- most productive technology and one that doesn't provide for any public embarrassment, for example. <laughs> <laughs> and she's saying, you know, there, there should be a way for me mm-hmm. to pick an auto scheduler. I should be able to make my way from doing my manual time blocking to using an auto scheduler because mm-hmm. like pe- like many people who use an auto scheduler once they've used them for a while the number of tasks becomes onerous mm-hmm. you no know, it doesn't take much to throw off a schedule 
And then she's got to go in Google Calendar, for example, and individually drag and drop each item into its correct place mm -hmm. every day because almost every day there's some disruption that she didn't account for. Right. And no one tells you when you pick up time blocking, you're really going to become an expert in manual time, manual time block or relocation. <laughs> That's never a part of the description, right? It's always right. about the benefits, mm -hmm. but never about the costs. Right. And the benefits really kick in when, you know, you may not see them when you have, when you're only time blocking five tasks a week, but when you get to 100 and 200, no, we're getting serious. It's mm -hmm. like I'm going to spend all day having to rejuggle this schedule and the auto scheduler is promising to take, take the pain away, isn't it? Mm -hmm. And in a prior podcast, we talked about motion and some of the claims that they made. And what did you think? <laughs> I'll ask you to repeat what some of what you said. Well, a little bit. I absolutely agreed with you that motion is like an early version of an auto scheduler. It has some features that if you've never tried an auto scheduler, you might really appreciate them. But I think as you were mentioning, the more tasks you add to it, I think the more frustration you're going to have because there's there's no way to differentiate the type of task and when you want it scheduled besides saying here's how firm the deadline is and the priority of the task. Um, that's pretty much it. Although I think there is a start date too, but um it, it's going to be frustrating for you to try to translate what you want in your schedule to the motion app. And I, and I guess we've not seen the kind of onboarding in any app that would be truthful about what you're likely to experience for a second and third, right? They, they kind of mm -hmm. gloss over that, tell you how to use it. Here mm -hmm. are the mechanics, but, but not here's where the pain is going to come in. <laughs> right. Just to be honest, right? Mm -hmm. there, there is a learning curve and you are talking about for someone who's already time blocking and would look to an auto schedule, the chances are they're not, it's not, they're not 10, they're not a 10 task person. Right. There are hundreds of tasks or hundred task person. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So we're talking a major, it's a major commitment to switch because you got to move all the tasks manually, usually from one usually. app to the next. Mm -hmm. So you have a challenge, you have a problem. Mm -hmm. uh, and of course, the problem that you said about uh, you, you have a life and you're using this to run your life and it's it, you can't go up to production levels in a beta test and see if it works. You got to do it for real. Mm -hmm. So the stakes are kind of high and you know it's kind of hard to say, well, should I stay stagnant or do I make throw my hat in the ring and just try it and see if it works, which could be kind of reckless, right? It could be. And especially because if you if you don't trust the auto scheduler that you're that you're using either as a trial or for real, then you know, you you really are going to have another layer of difficulty in your work life because now you're you're trying to figure out, well, should I go back to what I was using? And then I have to you know, if you've moved tasks, then you really have an issue <laughs> because you have right. to put them all back. So. Oh, and 
who the yeah. heck wants to do that? Having said that, yes. you did pick up an auto scheduler and unpick it. So you made the switch. You made a two-stepper since since you introduced me to auto schedulers back in 2015. It, it, right. it was a revelation to me. It led me to rewrite my book, come up with a second edition way earlier than I thought I would need to. I changed my whole workflow mm-hmm. and I followed your lead and you changed your mind. <laughs> well, so that folks have an idea of what, you know, what's involved here. <laughs> now you're making it sound like I was just real like fly by night, like, oh yeah, I'm, I'm done with that. I used SkedPal for years and years um, and years. And um, I, I will just tell you that the problem that I ran into is I started feeling like I was spending more time trying to get SkedPal to read my mind <laughs> than just doing it myself, just scheduling every day myself. And so that's what I started doing. Um, instead, I made the switch to Amazing Marvin, which has a lot of different strategies that you can use with the same task list. You don't have to move your task list from app to app to app. You can try all different kinds of approaches, including time blocking, um, where you can, you know, a lot tasks to different time blocks. It does not have an auto scheduling feature at this time, which would be nice because I would, I would love that I could say, Hey, you know, I would like to see if amazing Marvin can figure out what I want. So I don't have to do it myself. Um, but without the problems in switching task managers that we were just discussing. Uh, but right now it does not have that feature. And so I just take my task list and pop each of the items into an agenda for my day. And I move the tasks around manually. Right. So there's a, there's a practice that you're engaged in that many people engage in that SkedPal was, might I say, over-engineered to perform. Because I guess you could have used SkedPal. It was mm-hmm. just harder to use SkedPal for that particular purpose. Well, okay, here's here's an analogy for you. <laughs> this is how I felt. I felt like I had an assistant, a paid assistant, and I was spending so much time trying to get her to understand what I wanted, that it was faster for me to just do it. And right. so that's why I made the switch. Um, and, you know, I'm not, I'm not, I, I will say this, that I think about SkedPal a lot. <laughs> and Every I day. Like a love like, that you broke up with. Exactly. Years I ago. think, oh, oh maybe I could have made it work. Maybe, maybe I should have given him another, given it another chance. Exactly. Know, bad, I didn't it. try hard enough. Oh, I forgive him now, but should I really get taken back? <laughs> it's so funny. It's so funny to me. But you know, moving all my tasks back over, uh, uh-huh. that's just something I don't. I just really don't enjoy that. But. Um, what I am a hundred percent committed to is scheduling. And, um, in terms of time blocking my time blocks right now, I I've tried it with 
like hard time blocks that are actually dictated within Amazing Marvin or they're in the background on my Google Calendar. But I, I just don't even like that amount of structure. I just know in my mind from this time to this time, this is the type of task that I do. And from this time to this time. And so because it's it's just in my mind, it doesn't matter if I put some more tasks outside of that time block, if that makes sense. You know, it's like, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to cut into my, um, my cleaning and organizing time around here because I really want to get all of these administrative tasks done today. I'm just feeling it. I just want to do it, do them all together. So Mm -hmm. that's, that's how I am managing my tasks right now. Right. Right. So folks, as, as you're listening, you, you, you want to pick up on the nuances, the behaviors that Melanie is adjusting and she's working to get the software to match her behavior pattern, which has changed. And then the software that would best suit the new behavior pattern, the newest behavior pattern. And, you know, the, the, the truth is someone like Susan, someone who is committed to a certain high level of productivity where you're managing lots of tasks, this is not a temporary game. This is not a one-shot thing. This is a lifestyle that Melanie is describing. This ongoing fitting and refitting and altering, changing, and managing is not a a one-off. This is the price you pay to manage a certain volume of tasks effectively. And, you know, bright, creative people with big commitments. So Melanie didn't, didn't also mention that she's homeschooled six kids at once. You know, <laughs> I have no children. So just, six is like yeah. monumental. And, <laughs> you know, people with big commitments who have lots of managing, lots of tasks, lots of projects and, and find themselves tempted to use an auto scheduler are also committing to this path of, behaviors plus technologies and finding and fitting the best match between the two. So this is not, this is like, a, a like I said, this is like a lifestyle. Mm-hmm. So, so Susan, you know, she, she has a choice in her mind. Her probably her only choices are, you know, make a reckless choice, make a reckless decision or go stagnant. She doesn't want to do that. Most people when faces this decision, they, they, they say, you know what, forget it. I'm just going to stick with my my manual time blocking. Or they say time blocking on a whole doesn't work. I'm going to go back to just using a task management app that has no, no mm-hmm. calendar attached to it at all. Mm-hmm. They regress because regressing seems to be easier than trying to go this. It's pretty much an unknown path, I think, for most people because there's very few who talk about the journey from task management app to uh, uh auto scheduler to, to time blocking to an auto scheduler there's very few who, we talk about it a lot here on this podcast but the progression that people make is kind of a lonely journey and it's hard to find role models to say okay well here's the journey i made here are the mistakes i made so we're here to, to also tell you that you're not alone that we understand this struggle or we can share from our experience of going being on this struggle and having to make these tough decisions um so ultimately, we really want to give you some relief. You know, what would it be like to have the kind of insights that help you to decide 
whether or not an auto scheduler is for you and which one is and some of the criteria uh, to use when deciding. So is that fair enough, Melanie, in terms of mm -hmm. what we want to yeah, accomplish? Yeah. Yes, that's excellent. Great. So it should be some peace of mind, you know, coming out of this that we want to provide you. Okay, so if you are listening and you're not online, we have dropped the link or we will drop the link for schedulu.org slash apps. And these are all the latest auto schedulers. Okay. Uh, Melinda, do you have your list in front of you or do you want me to share it with you? I can I can see it. Let's talk about that list a little bit because there's a bunch okay. of things that have changed. So the, the list is somewhat longer since 2018. And I'll, I'll read it off if you're not if you're not um, watching this on video. So at the top is SkedPile, which is, by the way, I have a share in SkedPile, a teeny tiny foothold, but I do have a interest. So you should listen to me like I'm a shill. <laughs> People who try to tell, sell you something, but they have some other thing going on, like it's a racket or something. So I have a racket going on. I'm, I'm a SkedPile user, but I'm also a very small owner. Um, but SkedPile is at the top of the list because that's the one that, we were both using at the time. Um, Focuster, Sorted 3, Time Hero, Butler Roy, um, Taskline, Reclaim.ai, Mayday, Future Render, and Motion. Now, the ones that existed up to the time we did our, our comparison, um, the list would have ended at Time Hero and it would have added on I think future render. But anyway, the new ones are motion. And we did a, a podcast on motion alone that you can check out in the stack. Uh, Mayday, Reclaim AI, and Taskline. And Butler Roy. So there's five new ones that have come up since then. Okay. So those are the those are the ones that have sort of made their appearance. And we're going to make reference to the, the analysis that we did however long it was ago with between the different ones that existed at the time. Um, and the, the, we'll drop the link in the chat. But so at the time we compared six and we said, okay, well, here are the pros and cons of each one. Here are the, the, the apps and some of the, the capabilities that we like about the ones that we've tested. Here are the things that we didn't like. Um, Maybe we should just start with, I guess, the, the big findings of what we came up with the last time um, and then go from there because I, they may not have changed all that much because I think I think one of the assessments I've made, Melanie, tell me if this is wrong, is that there's not a breakthrough app that has emerged in the last few years. It's I agree. kind of more of the same, no? Mm-hmm. Yep. It's more like... More, it's more like the, the 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 same idea at the same level, and no, there's no brand new interface. There's no brand new technology that we can't even spell. There's nothing. <laughs> they're kind of all still doing the same things, which is that you you give the app a calendar, you you tell it some, give it some parameters. You give it a calendar of fixed. Let me be more specific. You give the calendar. You give the, the app a calendar of fixed appointments. You throw in some flexible tasks, 
And what you want the other scheduler to do is to keep the fixed appointments, like the one that we're having right now, which was in our, our calendars. Mm -hmm. You want to keep those the same and not move them. But it wants the tasks that are free-floating that can be rescheduled to be rescheduled, right? Um, and you want that to happen in an instant. So the, the, app, the, the app should take care of it and it should present to you, offer you recommendations for an optimized schedule. Is that fair enough in terms of a... Yep. I think that's great. spot on. <clears throat> great. So um, nothing has changed. Do you, do you agree? Nothing has really evolved or... Yeah, I, I agree. And I've been seeing um, ads for Focuster as well as okay. uh, Motion. And I have looked at it again and I don't see anything, you know... Uh, significant that has changed. So we're pretty much basing our analysis then on the same the same parameter. There's no new parameter then. Mm -hmm. None of them have introduced a brand new parameter that we would say is amazing and breakthrough. Right. And okay, mm -hmm. so it's really a matter of um, using the same parameters just in new software. Okay, so what were the what were the parameters that we thought were were really important um, from your your recollection? Um, well, I know that having a, a reschedule button was huge. <laughs> right, we us, really, that was a big deal. Yes, because, I mean, what's the, what is the point of having an auto scheduler if you can't just say, okay, now taking everything into account, you know, the appointments that I've added or deleted or tasks that I've added or the fact that I've been procrastinating um, <laughs> and not doing what I'm supposed to be doing. Now tell me what I should do, given all of that. And if, if you don't have that ability to just quickly say, yeah, reschedule, I don't, I don't think it's truly an auto scheduler at all. Ooh. You think it's like the Gestapo, huh? It's just coming well, to take over your life and run it. I I don't know. I I just feel like it's not. <clears throat> it's it's just not automatically rescheduling, and that's that is what I would expect. I mean, um, with SkedPal, I liked to keep my schedule the way that it was planned until I was ready to hit that reschedule button. That is for sure, but just to have that as an option that I can quickly say, hey, now give me an optimized schedule based on what has happened in the last few hours is it's primary for me. Right, right, right. On, on the prior podcast, I said it would be weird to have an assistant and you give her <laughs> two items in your schedule and say, and, and then she said, okay, I, I figured it out. Here's what you need to do. And you'd say, no, but I haven't given you everything. Hold on a minute. Let me let me tell you the, all the things I have to do. And then you tell me what I should do for a second or third. Mm -hmm. To have her kind of jump in and do it for you before you're ready is a little bit strange, right? Right. And it's also the case. I know in a review that I wrote, um, I advised not hitting that reschedule button until you feel like, okay, I've done... I've done, you know, I've marked complete the things that I have accomplished and I want SkedPal 
for example, to give me more things to do, um, it wouldn't make sense to hit the reschedule button because then, you know, maybe you got something done early. Well, fantastic. You know, you have a little bit of a break time, but SkedPal won't see it that way. If you click reschedule, it's just going to say, okay, now, now start on your taxes. It's like, oh, that's no, <laughs> I didn't want to do that. Right. Right. And in the analysis we did in 2018, only two of the auto schedulers had reschedule buttons. Mm-hmm. Um, because, you know, in, in, in the fact is in, in real life, like do your taxes, the, 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 we want the auto scheduler to be kind of human, to mm-hmm. be like a human being who knows that taxes are tough and you need a little break afterwards. Right. That's pretty advanced, but at mm-hmm. least the person shouldn't be optimizing your schedule before you're ready. Right. They, they should be in sync with you to some degree. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And to have your auto scheduler just every time you add a task, it does it all over again. Is like, wait, hold on a minute. Let me get to where I'm ready for you. Don't right. race ahead and do your thing. Right. Until I'm ready. And I mean, when you're not ready for it, it's a little bit like, you know, hold your horses. Mm-hmm. Um, so there were only two that we found. Sorted three, which is still around, very much so. And Skedpy were the two that had auto-schedule buttons. And I think, tell me if it's fair to say, and we, did, we, we mentioned this in the analysis of motion that a lot of these, all of the auto schedulers, in a way, they need to follow the, a particular path of development mm-hmm. because right. the job, the job that we're trying to get done for mm-hmm. those, those of our listeners who are familiar with the jobs to be done um, theory, there's a job that you're trying to get done. That job that we're trying to get done is the same for all the auto schedulers. A few have added in some bells and whistles that we didn't ask for and we don't really need in mm-hmm. order to get the job done. But there is there is something happening here that's commonly human, which is I have a lot of tasks. I have a calendar. I have them stored somewhere. I need everything to work together and mesh. And I need it to come back with a, a, a nice schedule that I compare it to. I did on the last podcast to Mrs. Landingham, mm-hmm. Jeb, Jeb, Bush, Jeb Bush, no. <laughs> this was Jeb, somebody's president's secretary on the West Wing, that he would turn to her and ask her for the schedule. She would give him the perfect schedule every time. So she was his mm-hmm. auto scheduler, a perfect mm-hmm. one. And we kind of want our interface or our program to behave that way. Mm-hmm. So there's something very human. This has gone on auto scheduling or someone else scheduling your calendar has been going on for a long time in the human form. We're really replacing the human form with software. So this has gone on for a long time, hundreds of years. It's going to go on for hundreds more years. It's a human need that is unchanging. So it almost seems to me as if all the auto schedulers pretty much need to follow the same path in terms of meeting human needs. What do you think? I agree with that. Um, I I don't know, you know, how quickly they're going to be able to to develop the technology to be able to do that, but. It's interesting to watch it play out. Yeah, yeah. For example, when we were using, there was there was no, there still isn't any um, talky interface, any audible. You can't say um, change the change my four o'clock appointment to five o'clock and then give me a new automated schedule. Right. You can't talk to your computer or your phone and have it 
Mm-hmm. It's, not, it's not as easy as all that. Right. I don't, know if I, I don't know that any of them even take voice commands. I could be wrong. It could be in development right now, but. Right. Yeah. I, maybe. yeah, I don't, I don't think so. And, mm-hmm. and then even more nuanced, like I, I found myself trying to figure out what SkedPal's algorithm Mm-hmm. was you know it's like well why did you why did you tell me to start working on um you know my my daughter's graduation invites today i i'm very mm-hmm. surprised that you suggested that so let me try to figure out why you said that <laughs> right. and and it could really be frustrating because i'd say okay well let me you know i'll I'll change the priority. Nope, nope. It's still saying to do it today. So, you know, what is it? Well, then sometimes I would find out, oh, it's because maybe I have the whole graduation party project set at a different priority, a different start date, a different deadline, you know? So it, if I was talking to a human being, I could say, I don't want to do that today. I, no, don't, don't bug me okay. about that until... <laughs> And then the, human, the, human being, the human being would ask, well, exactly. well why not? Because why not? Right. you need to do that in order to do this. And you mm-hmm. would explain why not that today. It could right. be because of the dependency. It could be because you're not in the mood. Right. Whatever, energy. whatever right. it is. The energy level right. might be off. Um, so you'd right. have that dialogue. And mm-hmm. when you're picking up an auto schedule of folks, the, the, you're really training a robot. You're training this thing that, that is very powerful but you are discovering your nuances as you're using it mm-hmm. and you're translating that into behavior by the app. And okay, so you just you just mentioned something that I think is huge. It's a huge issue with auto schedulers. Mm-hmm. If I can convince or not convince, if I can train Skedpal to give me the right the right tasks on the right days with respect to my daughter's graduation party. That's, that's great. Right. I have it. I have it all worked out, but guess what? The next project I have to start all over. I have to start all over to make sure that SkedPal knows what I want to do with respect to this project and when, and you know, and all of that. And if it was a person a person would say, oh, I remember the last time you were having a big party right. and this is how this is how we did it. And you really liked that. And so this is how I'm going to schedule it for you. You don't get that with um, with SkedPal. So, you know, I think that's an insight. That's one of these insights that deserves a ding. Oh, OK. Well, I'll put the ding in afterwards <laughs> when I edit this. <laughs> Let me just write down the time of the ding because... The software isn't cooperating with us today. So, yeah. so, uh-huh. so I, I, here's why I, I thought of that, that it deserves a, a big ding, because there should be a way for, for us to more directly train the software to not do certain things. Mm-hmm. So it, there's doing certain things, yes, but there should be a way for us to say never program Almost like a, a list of never of negative attributes. Okay. Because I, I think I think Skedpal and the others are based on positive attributes, mm-hmm. but not negative ones where we say um, if 
Um, what's an example of a negative one? So actually, time the time the the, the time blocks that um, not time blocks the the heat maps the time maps that mm. Skelpad uses mm. are a way of saying negative blocks. Right. That's a way of telling of telling the system that do never schedule a, an item at this particular point in time. Mm-hmm. But schedule I, Skedpal, I think, is the only one with time blocks, with, with, with those time maps. maps. Mm-hmm. So I'll yeah. explain what a time map is, Melody, before I lose okay. everybody. Okay, so um, the time maps aren't just, um, you know, I want to, um, I want to do my creative work from 9 to 11 a.m. Monday through Friday. It's a lot more powerful than that because I can I can make that time block 9 to 11 a green time map, not time block, sorry. Time I can make that time map a green time map. And that means that this is the best time for me to do this creative work. Right. But if I am up against a deadline on a high priority project, such that I would stay up late to do it, I can create a yellow uh, portion of that time map for creative work. And I can even create a red one, which is like all hands on deck, panic time. (laughs) I have to get it. I have to get it done. Um, And so I will allow you, Skedval, to schedule this task in this time time block, I guess, that's part of the time map. Um, But only in the most urgent circumstances. And so that is a way that we can, that we can communicate with SCEDPAL. You know, these are our preferences, but being realistic because, you know, I can say I'm only going to work on this writing project from nine to 11. But the truth is, if I get behind, I get distracted. I don't get it done. I don't, you know, it's not going as quickly as I want then I probably would work over my lunch hour or I would work until bedtime because it has to get done. Right, right, right. I think there's a little bit of correction. I think the red is the negative that you don't schedule in those blocks, if I recall right. No red? So it's no block is you can't schedule. Skedpal can't schedule anything. The red is only like... In, in the okay. most dire circumstances, would you, would you, use you that can. Time? Okay, because now it's consuming, okay, the entire, and the green is the best. Green right. is the, the best green case, is red is the worst schedule case, away. and no block is. Yellow is like, exist. if you if we need to, right. okay, you know, but red is like only, only if there's blood. <laughs> Right. Okay. Right. Right. In the worst, in the worst circumstances. Right. You're, that's, you're right. That's how I think of the red. So, it's like okay. So that's actually a highly nuanced way of giving schedule negative feedback. Yeah. The other one I thought of that you just mentioned is if if schedule could read what happened yesterday. I know. And if you if it sees you going to bed at one o'clock, it automatically could say, you know, when you when you log in for the first time, it says. You're you're logging in later than usual, and you had a late night last night. Do you want to? Just that little I know give and take would right. be wouldn't that tremendously be helpful? Um, Just at least a hint that it kind of understood where you're coming from, right? But and there's no understanding like that yet. It's, it probably might come. I don't want to say it's machine learning because 
It is, but I don't want it to automatically reschedule. I want it to give me the recommendation or the choice or the right. hint. Right. And um, you and I talked a little bit about some of the suggestions that I'm getting from my iPhone these days. And so here, here is a great example, I think. The, my, my phone knew from my schedule that I was doing this podcast with you and it asked me, do you want me to go into do not disturb mode? Uh, oh, yes. Okay, yeah. Yes. And that's I said, good. yes, that would be great. That would be great. great. So I, I said that. And so if you're, if our, our auto scheduler could say, Hey, you were working now. I mean, there is a, a problem with it. I think a little bit in that you would have to be checked in somehow so that uh -huh. your auto scheduler knows that you're working late at mm -hmm. night, but mm -hmm. then to have your auto scheduler, not to say, Hey, you had a late night. Do you want me to push some things back right. or even more important? I'm, I'm really speaking as a psychologist. Um, I would love to have my auto scheduler say, do you want to work late again tonight? Or do you want to have, early, um, you know, cut off time? Do you want to, you want to adjust it back? And, uh, you know, I think that would be super helpful. I know that's very advanced, <laughs> but it would. But be actually, I, I, I track my time using an app on my phone and I put in my day's consumption mm -hmm. just before I go to bed. And it, and, and it prompts me throughout the day to update the my time usage. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's a really, it used to work better than it does because the something changed in Android and it no longer pops up the way I want it to. Can't fix it. But mm -hmm. my time is being recorded, my usage. Okay. And it probably wouldn't take much for an app to make us some smart. I, I could teach it mm -hmm. when I, I could say if. I go to bed after 11, then change my alarm to da 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 da. Right. If, it, I, I, just if I don't have an appointment. <laughs> if I don't have an appointment at six, <laughs> I could put in yeah. some conditions that mm -hmm. could tell it, okay, here's what, here's what I, I am, I'm doing. You know what I'm doing because it's in my schedule. Mm -hmm. You know what I did because you have my prior time usage. Mm -hmm. So make some intelligent recommendations like the one that um, your phone made to you. No, right. we're talking. And that's kind mm -hmm. of we, we're, you know, we, it's, it's, it's a bit klutzy. Yeah. All auto schedules are a bit klutzy mm -hmm. because right. they require you to go to this place. That's all text. There's no voice. It's all mm -hmm. looking at a calendar, looking at an app. Mm -hmm. It requires you to interface with this app. Mm -hmm. And usually your calendar is somewhere else. Your Google calendar, for example, is someplace right. else. So you're interacting with the scheduler over here so that your calendar over here looks the way it should. Mm -hmm. And it's clunky because that's not, we're not, that's not normal, natural for us. What's natural for us is to say, I had a late night, cancel my morning and start me at, start me working at 12 instead. I'm going to take the morning off and mm -hmm. get pal or whatever auto scheduler says, no problem. You have no appointments. I'll take care of it for you. And you're done. You know, that's that's what we really want is some kind of very humanish interface. Right. But but it seems like what we're getting from the auto schedulers, schedule included, is more an emphasis on features. 
mm-hmm. that are they, they're I would call them narrow tail features, so to speak. Mm-hmm. The features that you would need one percent of the time, as opposed to the interface you want to use hundred percent of the time. Mm-hmm. So if all of that resource could be taken from the features that you're trying to add that maybe duplicate features in other places for some auto schedulers, or you would only use in a rare occasion, or only the super, super, super geeks would actually use, and brought some of that to say, okay, well, let's create an interface that actually fits in with the job that, I, that the user is trying to get done. Mm-hmm. I think that would be the kind of progress that if we were sitting here in a few years' time, we would say, whoa, these things have totally they're totally different they don't even feel like software anymore in fact right auto schedule is it even there because i'm just talking to i'm just having these conversations about my calendar and schedule but i don't see the auto schedule because it's somewhere in the background doing something mm-hmm. i don't have to think about it but i know we have to think about it would be pretty amazing and even yeah. just to have wouldn't it be wouldn't it be neat to have your auto scheduler maybe before each big time block and by time block here i mean more like morning afternoon evening if if you do anything in the evening um mm-hmm. but just to have your auto scheduler check in with you and just say what's your energy level like um and then if you say uh i'm really i'm really dragging really dragging then to have your auto scheduler say, you know, do you want me to replace these, these tasks with tasks that you have marked as good low energy tasks? Right. You know, just like ask me, you know? Right. And that'd be neat because then I could say, you know, I am really low energy and it would be great. I mean, I wouldn't have this whole conversation with my task manager, but you know what I mean? I would yeah. be thinking yeah. to myself, I am low energy, but the fact is I really need to get these things done. So I'm just going to push through and knock them out. But it would be as a psychologist, just knowing how rebellious some of us are, I think that would, it would remove a lot of um, the resistance that we have to doing tasks just to be given permission by our task scheduler, just like we would be with an assistant who knows us very, very well right. to say, Hey, are you sure you want to do this? You had a late night last night. Are you sure you want to do these really, you know, high focus activities this morning? And then if we say, you know what, thank you for asking, but yes, I will yeah. get them done. I think we would feel so much better about our work. Right. Right. It, it would be, and it would feel more comfortable for us because it's kind of a match for what we've been doing for most of our lives anyway. Mm-hmm. More more natural in the psychological sense, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. It, it would fit. Mm-hmm. Um, and I wish, you know, because today you, you, I think what we're saying is that you can kind of get them to do what you want them to do, mm-hmm. but it takes a lot of work. And you basically bailed out and said, you know what? Auto schedulers, too much work to get it to do what I want it to do. For me, yes. I was getting frustrated. You know, um, I would even contact tech support a couple of times because I, I just couldn't figure out why it wasn't 
you know, doing what I wanted it to do. And it was always my fault <laughs> because typically, just as I said before, typically I had a task that was part of a project that had a different, you know, I had given a date or priority or whatever. Right. And um, it was reading and, the priority from the project as opposed yeah, to yeah. only the task. And it was forcing the project earlier than you wanted to see mm -hmm. it task and, earlier. And that's, you know, that's another issue that I've been having with task managers in general, you know, the, um, you know, the traditional idea that, that stems from David Allen's work is that, you know, if you have a multi-step task, you need to make it into a project so that you're not overwhelmed, you know, like taxes, for example, you don't right. do taxes, you collect your W-2s, you know, you do all these That's kinds cool. of little steps in it. But I have found that scheduling projects within task managers creates a level of complexity that it it's worse for me all of that finagling than it is just to look at oh i have taxes to do and then i will figure out what i'm going yeah. to do step by step right so, you do it yourself I mean, rather than give it to the other right, right and too. that's I mean, that's a personal preference and I, I can absolutely see some people want, they want the whole thing broken down. First I do this and then right. I do this. And, um, and I think when you work with an auto scheduler, it, it just really creates, um, some, some challenges, you know, to, to getting that, that schedule, uh, the way you want it to go. Right. I, I interviewed Mike Vardy recently and he talked about a beginner time blocker shouldn't use fine, you know, finely defined time blocks. Like don't use one hour time blocks. Use big blocks of like four hours. And even if you just call it afternoon stuff, you have an idea of what goes in the afternoon. And just yeah. do the afternoon stuff in the afternoon. So at least you're getting into the idea of mm -hmm manipulating these blocks and you can do the same thing with an auto scheduler it's just you decide what goes in my like my after lunch work you could decide what goes into that it's more time boxing than time blocking but it's, right. it's the same idea right, right. But you it's don't go down idea. to the, the 15 minute increment and say right. at the 15th minute i'm going to take off 10 minutes and then i'm going to stop because that's more detail than you really want to have to manage in your overhead activities. Mm -hmm. If you don't want the overhead, then don't go to that level of detail. And probably the recommendation is that you're brand new. Don't try. Right. Right. Don't try. You know, I feel like we need to talk about one of the major reasons to schedule manually or to auto schedule. It, mm -hmm. It's a huge benefit. And I, I don't think we should get so far afield talking about all the the details of auto schedulers that we lose track of that and that is that you understand that our time each day is limited right. and we have to make decisions about what we're going to do in that limited time our schedule is a container for right. our tasks and right. it it forces us just like just like our checking account <laughs> it forces right. us to yeah, realize that we we don't have unlimited checks to write with our time right. 
Right. And that we have to say, okay, um, this is more important than this. Um, and this is how long it typically takes me to do right. this task. I am really amazed at how much better I have gotten at estimating how long it takes me to do things. It ha- I have had a dramatic improvement in that. And I am much, much happier when I plan a, a reasonable list of things to do in a day and I see how I'm going to, at least allegedly, how I'm going to get them done right. in a day versus a task list that has 30 things on it. Right. And I'll check off five or six on a good day. And then I'm just, I'm left feeling like I'm not doing enough. I'm left <laughs> disappointed. Feeling overwhelmed right 25 tasks behind right so the the they should have gotten them done right like i'm lazy or something when right. you know one of those tasks i keep going back to taxes but if one of those tasks that you finished was taxes holy cow that's a great thing <laughs> yeah <laughs> right well. <laughs> right you um, did really well and so i don't think we should lose sight of that bigger picture if right. you are doing anything, whether it is a great big time block like afternoon um, or you know morning, and then you can see that there is a limit to what you can accomplish in the morning or in the afternoon, and that right. allows you to make some good decisions about what you're going to do today, maybe what you're not going to do at all. Right. Um, that that is a very very good thing and all of the the details about trying to get an auto scheduler to help you with that i think is just icing on the cake right right there there's a an awareness that we're hoping you get to in your time blocking that's why you're time blocking in the in the first instance right right that's the big the, i agree with you that's a big deliverable it's not the use of the auto scheduler or the training of the auto scheduler or it's 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 this kind of clarity. You know, David Allen talks about it, but then he negates negates it. It's kind of strange. He says your mind is for having well, your mind is for f- it's supposed to be like a mind like water. Yeah, but there's a there's a more pithy state there's a pithy statement that also says essentially don't use your mind for holding tasks. Instead have right. it come up with the tasks. Exactly. So he's he's absolutely right. Mm-hmm. And that's a, and it's proof. It's the, the Zagarnik effect is a, a, an expression of that. And that research was done before he, long before he wrote his book in the 20s, 1920s by Bloomer Zagarnik. But he then says, don't create a schedule for the day. I know. But the no. same rules should apply because you're left having to juggle and rejuggle a bad schedule that's mental mm-hmm. when you don't create a schedule for the day. And that's why time blocking has, has, taken off in the last decade as a meme Mm -hmm. i was taught time blocking in about 2000 i tried it before but then i learned how to do it more effectively and could actually implement it in about 2000 so Mm -hmm. i've been doing it for i don't know 20 years and (laughs) i feel old all of a sudden (laughs) (laughs) and i've i've gotten better at it um, it's producing better results. I produce mm-hmm. better SMS than I had before. Right. And I wouldn't go back at this point doing it any other way. Mm-hmm. But the way he wrote his book was as if to say, the benefits I talk about when I say take things off your mind and put them in front of you, 
doesn't apply to your schedule. And I, I've never understood that yeah. logic or thinking. Um, well, and if you're someone who's time blocking, you probably have already passed that point. But I, it, it yeah. does, he was correct though, that you're looking to take stuff off your mind so you can be free to focus. He was right about it. That's what I, you're saying. He is right. And I do, I do think I understand um, where he is coming from with not putting things on your schedule. And remember that he, he wrote his book before, you know, the digital calendars were what everyone was using, you know, it was more of a paper. And I, I think he didn't want people to add tasks that they may not end up doing to appointments and things that were hard, you know, deadlines that they had to meet and mixing that up together. Because then if we, if we know, yeah, I'm not going to do all that stuff I said I was going to do on my, on my paper calendar, then we'll stop looking at it and we'll stop depending on it and we'll, we'll miss appointments. And, um, so it does an integrity issue that you're kind of like lying to yourself. Exactly. That lying would eventually accumulate to the point where you're not effective anymore. Right. And, and I don't see it that way now with yeah, a digital yeah. agenda. I see it more as a plan. It right. is a plan for the day, not a um, you're locked in, um, right. you know, uh, schedule. It's, it's not that. Right. It's more like, what am I able to fit into this day? Right. And given that restriction on my time, what is most important for me to do given my energy level and the other things that I have going on today. Right. Right. And in, in, in that respect, Skedpad has evolved mm-hmm. from when we first, you know, we were, we were 1.0 people, right. Mm-hmm. In, back in beta testing days, it's now to version three and it's followed a particular development trajectory. And it, it, it's, it struck us on our last call that, all of the auto-scheduling apps pretty much are following the same trajectory that Skedpal did. Mm-hmm. It's just that Skedpal is a bit further on, better customized for large volumes of tasks, so it allows for right. scalability. Right. They've cut out features that they found people don't want to use. So it's a little bit like the research is being done by the one that's, to our mind anyway, the, the one that's furthest ahead. And then there's further to go. But mm-hmm. the ones who are following are, they're like working out problems that the early versions of Skedpal already worked out. That mm-hmm. like the reschedule button, the time maps, and, and other things like that. They're working them out. So they're behind. But no one has made that a leapfrog, for example, like to have a, a, a voice interface. No right. one has leapfrogged and said, okay, you don't have to worry about any of that. Mm-hmm. All you do is you talk to, talk to your computer and It'll be all taken care of in the background. Nobody's there yet. Right. That sounds like what we really want. Mm-hmm. Just and all the overhead. You know, I'm just thinking maybe in the interim before we would have that kind of a voice interface, having a check-in, um, a check-in just with a couple of questions about, you know, where you're at today. Um you know, so in other words, looking I, at your yesterday's schedule, you don't, you don't need to have a voice interface to see your yesterday's schedule, for example. Well, that's, that's true, but I, I'm I'm just saying more like, um, mm. okay, so 
Hey, good morning, Melanie. Um, what's your energy like today? Um, uh -huh. Do you have a new priority for the day? Wouldn't uh, that be nice? Okay. As opposed to having to go in there, click around, yeah, change the priority yeah. in some deep setting. And I could say, yeah, the I could say, yes, I just got a phone call. My son needs me to redo his taxes. I know I'm fixated on that. <laughs> <laughs> it's the and season. I could say, that's my priority. So, you know, I want to get that done this morning. Um, and I mean, wow, that would be really, really neat, I think. Have an upfront dialogue. Doesn't need a doesn't need to be voiced because it, it could just be it mm -hmm. could just be a, a an intelligent, mm -hmm. an intelligent give and take. Right, right. You know, just and like you if, would, yeah, you might have a, a a team meeting in the morning. Okay, what what are we doing today? Um, and I think that would be, that would be well, really quite something. What if that weren't Skedpal? So what if that were okay. an app that sits on in front of all the auto schedulers? So you have your auto scheduler of choice okay. you put it in your background. Okay. And some app interacts with you. I ask you these questions and, and all you knew and was it knows how to, to interact with the auto scheduler. Yeah. It had APIs oh. and webhooks and whatever the heck. A lot of yeah. technical stuff that it needs to do behind the scenes, and you didn't care. But it, yeah. it you may need a little bit of training because I've tried right. to use I've tried to use Google Assistant to mm -hmm. do basic scheduling, and gave up because frankly, just typing it in was quicker than <laughs> seeing. Right. Google set an appointment. Yeah. For three o'clock. Mm -hmm. It was. It's not easy to use. Right. But. I could imagine it could be something like Google Assistant that is better able to ask me the right questions. I could learn the syntax. Right. And we could have this dialogue every morning. I mean, that, that doesn't that seem... That would be interesting. To my naive point of view, it doesn't seem to be that hard. I bet you it's really hard, but <laughs> I suspect... I'm saying, here am I saying, oh, that should be easy. Yeah. Can some developers, you know, basically just manage all of them? calendar stuff in the background and just have a normal conversation with me and use that to feed right as an input right so yeah so i i could say um block out two hours this morning for me to work on my son's taxes yeah and it says done new, here's your new schedule new yeah it's, it's not adding a whole lot of i don't well again mm -hmm. i'm i'm I, i'm sure i'm underestimating the challenge of this because Everyone tells me who designs software that it always looks easier than it turns I know, out to be. I know. It always, yeah. It's never, it's 10 times harder than you think, even mm -hmm. for the simplest stuff. So I'm sure it's going to be that case, but maybe that's a direction that we'd like to see. If we're going to do a review in for another four years, five years time, Yeah. maybe we'd like to see that one. Yeah, that would be great. And um, maybe my son will be um, a graduate in uh, software programming by then. And we can, we can get his. Okay. If you really listen to your podcast, you can send him yeah. a link and say, son. Yeah. What do you think? Next, Where think are this we? This is the next there? level. Yeah. Well, your mom, your mom took it to, to one level. Yeah. And you can take wow. it to the next. How about that? <laughs> Only conceptually, which I don't think that's that amazing, but you know, well, actually we, we implementing you know, we, it would be hard. Right, right. But we're we're at the end of our or 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 hour together, but but there are not I, I can't I've I've looked. I've not found other conversations 
like this one between people who have used auto schedulers. I just not it's just mm-hmm. I've searched the podcasts. I've seen reviews of individual auto schedulers by people who don't use them. <laughs> oh, <laughs> or that's funny. People who don't use an auto scheduler. Yeah. Right. And they're coming across the concept for the first time and they do a review mm-hmm. on YouTube or a podcast. But they're not a veteran auto scheduler who has written or talked about the ins and outs. Mm-hmm. So I wish there were more conversations like this between other people who are in the know because I believe they're out there. It's just that they're not doing podcasts necessarily and they're not coming be. on episodes and they're not. Yeah. They or, don't have, you know, we have each other. Well, or oh, really? maybe these people are, are too busy <laughs> doing valuable <laughs> things. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Could be. Oh my God. And on that note, <laughs> <laughs> well, it was so, very fun. It's always really interesting and inspiring to chat with you. It is. It takes us in some unusual directions. I don't think did I did I do a thing for for one of our because there's a this is a big ding for me a big a big bell. You did do a ding. Already. I did do one. Okay, mm-hmm. good. So I'm going to do another one at the end. Okay. okay. Just because we're we're the only people having these conversations. So everything we say here is like no one is saying this stuff about auto schedulers or even again about the transition from from using a task management management uh, manager to doing time blocking to using an auto-scheduler. Right. It's, it's not being talked about. And I think we're all the poorer for it. Mm-hmm. Right? I think the new apps that are coming out, they're not benefiting from a body of knowledge that given that there is 10, 10 15 auto-schedulers, I believe many of them come out, they don't even know about the other ones. Because oh. I've talked to them and said, by the way, do you know that there are others and they go, really? Oh. They actually do believe that they're like the first one. And they wow. say things like, "We're the, this is the best app. This is the, the first app ever to do this. They, mm-hmm. they use this language in their copy, which tells me like, they don't know. Oh, you, you didn't even do the market research to figure out mm. that you're not first. So right. thanks for coming on. This is, this is <laughs> extraordinary. And I love doing brand new stuff with you. And, um, I don't think we'll wait another five, four years. We'll wait another four years, will we? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, I, we'll we'll see. You know, right. I I can't predict what's what's going to happen. You know, going forward, who knows? Maybe there might be an explosion. We we could look back at this moment where we're saying, I don't know, who knows? Five years, ten years, we could have a really laugh, a big laugh a year from now if all of a sudden. Things change, and they could change dramatically. They could, for so sure. We'll see. We yeah. Have a, let's 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 save this moment and come back and have a good laugh. All right, we will. All right, great, Dr. Melanie Wilson. Thanks for appearing on the Task Management and Time Blocking Podcast. As you're listening, stay tuned. I'm going to tell you about the next episode that's coming up in our podcast, and also share with you some more information. So keep listening. Thinking of attending the next Task Management and Time Blocking Virtual Summit? Here's a 25% instant saving on your purchase of any ticket or content package. Simply visit timeblockingsummit.info slash subscribe dash to dash podcast.
Here's a clip from our next episode with Renee Claire. Does that ring a bell? I'm like, yes, I've, I've seen it quite a few times where management's like, yes, you know, get on board with this task management software. And then they come back to the communication software and they're like, you do this, you do this. And this is urgent and everything's urgent. And there's no, like, it's a, it's so difficult to keep track of all the details and the pieces and understand a viable deadline when it's in a communication software, you know? And if you want to leave a comment about this episode or any aspect of the work that we're doing here at the Task Management and Time Blocking Podcast, you can go over to www.replytofrancis.info and send me either a message uh, by text or send me a voice message, a voice note. And as you probably know, we have a couple of places that you can interact with other people, talk about this episode. One is at the community mightytaskers.scheduleu.org and you'll see the link in the show notes. And the other, of course, is our upcoming Task Management and Time Blocking Summit coming up in March. Two outstanding opportunities to interact with other people about the ideas that you've heard on this podcast or any of our episodes that are coming up. And if you'd like to support the work we're doing, I invite you to click on the Patreon link below to make a donation. And please don't forget to like our show and recommend it to others on iTunes, Stitcher, Google, or whatever past podcast, app, or service you're using. This is Francis Wade. I'm signing out. I hope to see you on a future episode. And until then, take care and all the best. See you later. <laughs>